Hello and welcome to the Cowboy Chronicles, the Oklahomans, Oklahoma State football podcast. I am your host, Scott Wright, joined by Jacob Unruh. We're back at Stone Cloud on a Tuesday night. It's a good night to be here, man. It is a good night. Not that there's ever a bad night. That's true. Very good night, though. It's a beautiful weather outside. There's live music. There's another Mm pop-up food stand. There's all kinds of stuff going on here. And it's a week that people probably want to drink after the game Saturday. Oklahoma State fans might need a little alcohol to help them get through the week. Yeah. Until uh, until the Kansas game on Saturday. It's It's not a horrible thing. I I can't blame them. I mean. No, not at all. All right. Well, we'll, uh, I don't even know that we need to take a look back at the Kansas State game. We'll we'll catch up some other thoughts as, as we go through. Look ahead to as, Kansas. As Brock Martin said, they got their ass kicked and it sucked. So that's that. That's that, how he summed it up. That encapsula- encapsulates the mood of the team, I think. Yeah. All right. So uh, a few housekeeping items. Want to remind everybody, of course, to subscribe to the Cowboy Sports Minute, the Oklahoma's o- Oklahoma State newsletter. So go check that out. Um, Want to ask you what you're drinking tonight? Of course, a good beer. All it's right. one of my favorites. It's called Ocean Flute. Ocean I've had it before food. on the podcast. This is we're getting to you know a little repeat here, but that's right. okay. Yeah, because it's great. Um, it's an IPA. It's a hazy IPA, and it's still wonderful. Um, one of my wife's favorite beers here is Ocean Fruit, and this is Flute. And they just said that they that it might be the same beer. It might have been rebranded. They're not entirely sure, um, but that's could have the been rumor. A typo when they yeah yeah, yeah could have just you know happened, but correct. It's a wonderful wonderful beer. Very nice. All right. Good deal. Uh, you want to know whose beer this is? Oh, yes, I do. Who got the score right? Nobody. Oh, this shocker. You get this your own beer, beer this I week. my own beer. Congratulations. Yeah. So all the score predictions, we had several. I didn't actually count them up, but there were several. There was a uh, bunch. More than 10. Uh, nobody picked Kansas State, so nobody wins the beer. Nobody picked Kansas State, and nobody certainly picked a team to win 48 to nothing. Absolutely not. Now, to be fair, we could have gone through all the predictions and figure out who was mathematically closest to OSU at zero, Kansas State at 48. That sounded like a lot of math, and I said, no. Yeah, I, 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 made, yeah. I made a rule in that moment. I made a decision. you got to pick the winner right. Well, we made that last week, didn't we? Uh, well, we, we did TCU week. We uh, we went that direction because we had somebody that yeah. picked TCU. So, yeah. Uh, we, we, they got to pick the winner. It's price think, is right here. Yeah, I think I think so. that's absolutely fair. So, uh, no But what are you week. drinking for yourself? I am drinking Hatch 22, which is I'm, I'm oh, very intrigued That's by. a good one. It's very good. Uh, it's a, an, an American lager and uh, got uh, hatch chilies mm-hmm. uh, and the lots uh, the of good flavor. flavor. It, the really interesting thing is is as you're getting ready to drink it, you can really smell the the, mm-hmm. the peppery the 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 chili uh, flavor, and then obviously it's a little bit different in the in the actual taste. But it's it's a it's a party for the senses. Yeah, really <laughs> a party for the senses. Oh, yeah. I like that. That's Absolutely good, is. and it's not too spicy. Right. No. No, I've had some jalapeno beers and mm-hmm. stuff that, that can get kind of spicy, but yeah. they're good. But, yeah, that's this is a good balance. Yeah, it is. I'm really enjoying this one so far, and uh, and we'll continue to do so. Uh, but uh, if you want to have a Hatch 22 next week that I can drink, go put your scores, <laughs> pre- score predictions in the comments. We'll go check them all out. Got to get the team right if you want to win the free beer yep. that we will drink for you next week. So go do that. We appreciate all the people who've been joining in. See a lot of uh, the same names popping up from, yeah. from week to week. We appreciate we, uh, those people. We appreciate our uh, the the loyalty we appreciate the most. Yeah. of, of overall. Um, 
All right, lots of lots of stuff that we uh, we need to talk about. I uh, so so much so that I even made a list. I never made oh, a list man. of anything other than the stone he, You still did more homework than I did, I, so I we're did. good. I'm, I gotta I gotta maintain that. If I if <laughs> yeah. I fall behind you, yeah, uh, I'm uh, I'm getting nervous. Uh, the CFP <laughs> rankings came out just a little while ago. Oh yeah, OSU eighteen, right? Eighteen. Any uh, any reaction? Surprise? Eh, any, anything I'm, at all? I mean, I wonder if it'd been lower. Right after the forty, I mean, this is a human committee here mm-hmm. making these judgments, and I kind of wonder if they'd fall in that twenty to twenty-five range. Right, eighteen's I think about right, but I kind of wonder if they go a little lower. I, Just off the forty-eight nothing loss sting. Right, especially with that so fresh in the mind, I was a little surprised to see them hang on in the top twenty. Really surprised to see them one spot ahead of Tulane, who beat Kansas. Yeah, that's the one. From our experience, having done high school rankings. When you have common opponents that you can look at mm-hmm. to, to weigh something on two teams that, that might be fairly even, something like that, one team beats said team, the other team loses 48 to nothing, that can be a Yeah, a, a you should flip factor. them. It was the same when the AP poll, wasn't it? Was. It? It, so, was. Yeah, so it was. That's got to be a factor. really strange to, uh, to see that. Now, I know Oklahoma State has played a tougher schedule to this point than Tulane has. They've got some bigger mm-hmm. wins than Tulane has. So I'm sure that's the, those are the things that outweighed the, the Kansas State common opponent situation. But it would have been really hard for me to overlook that if I'm, yeah. if I'm ranking them like yeah, that. Yeah, real so. tough. Real tough. I, I don't know. But another surprise, it's not even OSU related, was TCU was only seven. Right? Seven or eight. It was eight. Yeah, I don't have it it was eight. Now, so. And so they're behind Michigan and Alabama. Mm-hmm. And I, just, I, was, I felt like TCU had to argue be in the top four. Right. At this point, four road wins, mm-hmm. wins over Oklahoma State, Kansas State at home, OU at home. Right. I mean, they've they've got a good resume at this point. Um, that one surprised me a little bit, but it kind of maybe shows how the committee still views the Big Twelve. Yeah, feels so. feels that way, and you got to factor in the quarterback play, the uh, the the good fortune the TCU has. Had yeah, I still still injured, question some of that so. injured or completely absent quarterbacks. Yeah, so. Definitely, uh, and on that topic, let's uh, let's look ahead to this week. Injured quarterbacks I, are the I question marks no here. No idea who is going to be quarterback either either of these teams no. at this week. It's 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 unclear. It could be Spencer Sanders, could be Gunnar Gundy, could be Garrett Rangel. I mean, I don't know. Maybe right. Gun, maybe Mike Gundy decides, hey, let's start Garrett. Right. I doubt it, but you know, he could. Um, and, and on the other side, it could be Jalen Daniels, could be Jeremy Bean, Jalen yeah. or Jeremy? Who's it Jason? Be? Jason, Jeremy Bean. Random fact: Jeremy Bean played high school golf with me at UConn. Oh, yeah, cool. He's not a Kansas quarterback. <laughs> not a, he's not even on the depth chart. <laughs> so, hey, Jeremy. Um, yeah, Jason Bean. Yeah, Jason or Jalen. That's tough. I mean, I like. It feels it feels like Jalen Daniels could be coming back. He was dressed yeah. out two weeks ago on the trip to uh, to Waco. He's practicing play. this week, right? They had a, they had the off week. Now they've got a chance to get him back. I think there's a good chance that he's going to be out there at this point with Oklahoma State. Obviously, ever since Spencer Sanders initially got hurt, Mike Gundy has clamped down on any yeah. injury information. We can't ask about anybody now. No, but there's two things that that you and I have discussed that are are really significant in, in very telling in this situation. Number one is the amount of pain that Spencer Sanders appeared to be in as he was leaving the field yeah. on Saturday. This dude does not show pain. No. 
He does not let that let that. I mean, I I was at the game when he uh, injured his thumb, tore the ligament yep. that that kept him out, and then 2020, the ankle injury. You know, he limped off, so you could tell that something was wrong, but not showing pain the way that mm-hmm. he was. Yeah, he off the field like he almost mistake. looked to me like he couldn't breathe. Right, he was in so much pain, and that and that was problematic. Mm-hmm. So I, that that's worrisome. You know, Gunner got in there late, should have been there earlier, but yeah, I don't. That that's alarming to me that Spencer is going to let that much show. Right, and then on Monday, Mike Gundy, when discussing Spencer, says that he's hopeful mm-hmm. that he can play. Typically, if Gundy is going to to bluff, and he's usually going to bluff in injury situations, he's going to bluff with confidence. Yeah, not hopefully he can get out there and practice and and be able to play. That's yeah. that's not typical Gundy, and those two things together lead me to think that there's something significant mm-hmm. enough that could keep Spencer Sanders out of this game. Man. It's a, it's a scary situation. What a turn of events for this team. Right. It could, it could be very interesting to see what direction things go if they have to play Gundy or Rangel mm-hmm. for an extended period of time, considering the struggles they've had running the ball. Yeah. You don't have anything to fall back on to give those guys a cushion and that could that could get scary really fast yeah. for, for two guys with no experience and and mike said that the offense doesn't really change with those guys right but it changes oh yeah it, it, the plays may be the same but everything changes otherwise yeah absolutely uh, both of them are athletic both of them can move neither of them can move like spencer sanders correct and neither of them have the depth of knowledge in the offense mm-hmm to make the reads that Spencer Sanders does. So it is a significant step from Sanders, even even a, a not fully healthy Sanders mm-hmm. that we've seen the last few weeks, to where I, I, I'm just going to say Gundy because I think he's still the number two guy. Yeah. To where Gundy is at right now. And that's not a knock on Gundy. That's just the fact that he's only been in the – he's a redshirt freshman. And he's he hasn't been – in there for for live action the way that Spencer Sanders has over the course of his career, and the learning curve is different for him. Yeah, right now he doesn't have the. I don't know that he has. Gunner Gunner's going to have confidence. I'm not right. saying he doesn't right. have confidence, but I don't know that he has the confidence to make some of the throws Spencer does. Right. Or you know, and I'm not saying he doesn't have the ability because I think Gunner can throw the ball pretty well. But there's that there's a certain confidence and belief on some of these throws from Spencer that you're not going to get from a backup quarterback. Right. No. It becomes very different in terms of how comfortable you are running some of the things that you have to run at that point. And that stresses even more the absence of the run game, which mm-hmm. is something I'm writing about later this week and we talk about more later. But it's it just it just feels like Oklahoma State is in a very tenuous situation at the quarterback mm-hmm. position right now. So we'll see we'll see what happens. We'll see if something comes out as we get later into the week. But it, it feels very odd. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a creepy feeling. Not mm-hmm. creepy. It's a uh, ominous feeling. That's yeah. what I'm looking for. That's yeah. probably the same word, I guess. That's, but that's yeah. a it's a good word for yeah. it. All right. Well, um, like you said, not not a whole lot to look back on as far as the Kansas State loss. We talked about so much of it in our, no, our post game. We covered that. There's not a lot to cover. So we'll uh, we'll we'll move ahead to uh, to to some of the things. I think practice is the uh, is the big item. We're talking about practice. Yeah, we're going down Allen Iverson Boulevard with this one, <laughs> talking about practice. But 
it's really important, and I don't know what the guys. Then we got to talk to, to Corey Black, Jaden Nixon. I almost said Jalen Daniels, which would have really thrown really off my Jeremy things. Bean yeah. comment from earlier. <laughs> uh, Jaden Nixon, Caleb Etienne, and Brock Martin today. Mm-hmm. Taking inside of those conversations here in a little bit, but I, I assume everybody that you talked to was asked what practice has been like compared to last week when Mike Gunny was very mm-hmm. open about the fact that he backed off a little bit, tried to protect guys' health. Um, what did uh, what did guys you talked to have? To uh, Brock that? was the one I heard. I didn't. I came up on Jaden Nixon late, so I didn't quite hear that question. Probably should have asked it anyways. But uh, Brock said basically he didn't know if that was the issue last week for sure. Mm-hmm. He really can't pinpoint it. He said they didn't really get off the bus. Is really what he said. But um, he said this Tuesday was much better than last Tuesday. Mm-hmm. If that if that's any kind of indicator. And Brock's been around a long time, right? So I kind of tend to believe him when he says this Tuesday is better than last Tuesday. Yeah. You you would assume that. A guy that's in his sixth year, been through as many practices as him, mm-hmm. can can feel the difference. Yeah, and at that level, so. and, and Brock was all business tonight too. There wasn't a ton of extra right. stuff added on that, but it was it definitely got the sense that he feels better about tonight than he did last Tuesday. Yeah. And he's a guy. He's a guy that will. Uh, I don't want to say loosen up because he's very dry and comes across as very serious. Yeah. most of the time, even when he's being silly. Yeah. So, uh, so that's I think a sign of of where this team is mentally right now, yeah. wanting to make sure that they're locked in, and because I've said this before, but not on the podcast. Obviously, I think I think the mental aspect was more damaging than not having two physical practices last yeah. week. Yeah, typically Tuesday and Wednesday are their physical practices. Thursday they lighten things up. Friday walkthrough type stuff, basically. So, I think the the absence of the physicality leads to a false comfort mentally yeah. and emotionally and I think it's a subconscious thing but I think that it's I think that it's more damaging than the absence of physicality from the physical perspective mm-hmm. I think that comes back pretty quick when you get on the field I think the uh, that it led to a lack of preparedness that they were not prepared mm-hmm. to handle um, so I think that's the situation that that they were really facing on Saturday up in Manhattan, and I think that's going to be remedied this week. Mm-hmm. Now, whether they're healthy enough, talented enough to to go up there with with what they've got available and go and go compete with a Kansas team that's, that's very different than they've been in the past is a different story. I think it's I think it's a close game up there, but I think that that mentally and physically they're they're more prepared for the, they will be more prepared for mm-hmm. for what's coming on Saturday. Yeah, that's the sense I got from Brock. Yeah, he t- he said he had meetings. You know, they, there was meetings with players and coaches, and they were short and direct to the point. Um, but yeah, I think that's where Brock's getting at with some of this. Right. You mentioned Jaden Nixon. Um, I I came in late on that. A lot of talk about the run game with him. Yeah. It sounded like. Yeah, he's you know he's he's in. He didn't seem discouraged. You know, he, he says there's obviously some things they need to fix, but they're looking at themselves trying to figure out they missed some some holes and reads and cuts and things like that. And um, so I think they're, they're looking at themselves more than the whole issue, I think. But uh, they, uh, you know, I think Nixon's encouraged by what he's been able to do. Um, they were encouraged by DeAndre Jackson. Um, Nixon was really encouraged by DeAndre's ability to run right. the ball, I thought. Um you know, so they they get Dom back this week, which you know I saw Dom was in pads today. Then you know maybe uh, maybe some things improved there, but he didn't seem too discouraged. 
you there too. I don't know what you thought. Right. I mean, yeah. No, I felt felt the same as well. And I talked to Caleb Etienne. They they seem to have a lot of confidence in their ability to fix things right now. Mm-hmm. And you know, in discussing this with Mike Gundy on on Monday, it's not just their inability to run the ball. I, I think the big issue is their inability to run the ball when they have a, a run-favorable defensive yeah. front on the other side. Mm-hmm. When you're running against a six-man box, you need to be able to block that and make a guy miss and, and get some yards, and they're not doing that right now. And and that's the more concerning thing than just having poor production from the running back position. Yeah. So, th- And that's what I'm going to be writing about later this week for Thursday's paper is taking a look in, into that because it becomes an issue where, you know, and, and we see it on Twitter all the time, uh, Oklahoma State fans ripping Casey Dunn for trying to run the ball as much mm-hmm. as he does. They've got to try to run the ball yeah. to try to open some things up for the pass. Because if you can't run the ball at all, you're just you're 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 surrounded by landmines trying to throw the ball. Yeah. Spencer right now, I said this earlier to someone, is trying to put force the football where it can't go. Right. Because he has no other choice right, right now. So he's trying to do the impossible mm-hmm. and it's just putting this offense in a really bad spot. Yeah, it is. It's making it very difficult for them to be productive because they need that balance to to give them a chance to do the things that mm-hmm. they need to do passing the ball. So, I asked multiple guys this post game at Kansas State whether injuries are inhibiting their ability to go as fast as they mm-hmm. were earlier in the year, and they all took it as as if I was asking if the if the replacements couldn't run the offense. Right. Yeah. And that's not what I was getting at. What I was getting at is that they can't run the full complement of plays with everybody, and they're having to sub more. Yeah. And I think that might be a bit of an issue with them trying to go tempo because it seems like they're substituting a lot more frequently mm-hmm. on offense than they were early in the year when they yeah. would when they would get the tempo going. So it's something good, else to uh, to watch as as this game on Saturday uh, plays out. And another thing is I, I talked to Brock Martin about the pass rush, mm-hmm. you know, because pass rush has been a concern. And right. He said, you know, I said, you know, if I had two sacks the last three games, what's your concern there? And, and he basically said it's not just about sacks. It's about pressures. It's all he, – he started breaking down all these different things getting the quarterback, and he said all this about all this. And I said, well, are you happy with that? And he said, no, last three or four games I'm not happy with that. You know, yeah. have got to get better. Um, so he, they're fully aware of it, but he, you know, said a lot of it too is just, you know, they're running max protect a lot of times against – this line or the quarterback's getting rid of the ball super fast and they're doing all these things to negate defensive line and they're just they're trying to figure out how to adjust right so i thought that was pretty interesting yeah it's 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 a really tricky situation because they need the help on the back end particularly Mm -hmm. as they've been dealing with injuries or guys just not being fully healthy the last few weeks but at the same time you know how often do you pull kendall daniels up and try to blitz him yeah or do some things with your linebackers when when you might get, you know, you might need one of them uh, in in you know filling a gap somewhere mm-hmm. else. So it's a uh, it's a really tough situation that they're in because they need that pressure up front t- to make things a little bit easier for the guys in the back, and yeah. it's just not happening right now. Yeah, and Brock even said mention the guys in the back; they got to help them more. Right. Uh, I visited with Caleb Etienne, um, talked to him uh, about. You know the uh, the the bounce back from a loss like that, and and he admitted he's never been a part of a loss like forty eight to nothing. So 
it's a really unique scenario for mm-hmm. him. But uh, felt like practice has been going has been going much better, much more physical this week. And you know they get they get tired of hearing uh, can't run the ball, can't run the ball, right. can't run the ball. And they know that they need to fix things. But like I mentioned earlier, he feels very confident that that they know what they need to fix. So we'll see how things transition over the next couple of weeks. Casey Dunn in post game the other day talked about you know a new scheme here or, or here or there to give people a different look, give them a different edge somewhere. So we'll see what they do this week to uh, to to counter what's been going on the last couple of weeks. Whether it's uh, uh, you know I, I definitely think that they missed Dominic Richardson more than than people probably yeah. realize because and, and I get that. Dom is not a home run hitter. I mean, his longest rush of the year is 19 yards. He's not a guy that's going to go break off a 50-yarder no. all the time. But he gets yards where there aren't yards. Mm-hmm. And that's, I think, something they're, they're really missing when, when he's turning a two-yard run into a five-yard run and doing little things like that. That's something that they really missed from him last week that, that, they, that could have been very helpful. So we'll see how that goes uh, with him and the other guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, they... Have got to have that have that production. Also got to visit with Corey Black. Corey Black, cornerback? Cornerback, Corey Black. Cornerback, Corey Black. Cornerback, Corey Black. Cornerback, Corey Black. Say it five times real fast. Mm-hmm. Don't try it. It's, it's not <laughs> worth it. He is very encouraged by the direction things are going on the back end, the uh, the secondary as a whole. Um, you know, Cam Smith has been a guy, didn't, didn't play a ton last week, but has been rotating in. And, you know, from a guy that, that was – a third teamer when you know when they started Texas Tech Week mm-hmm. to be a regular player as much as he had. They've been very pleased with with what he's done. Said he's he's a very well rounded cornerback and and has a high football IQ that they think has helped him to kind of blossom in, in mm-hmm. a tough situation. So um, looking at, at at this week, obviously things change based on who the quarterback is because because. Daniels is a, a different type of weapon yeah. than Bean. Uh, Bean's but, real streaky too. Yeah, he absolutely is. So they they know that that things could change with that, and they don't know what to prepare for. But for the most part, they feel that the majority of what Kansas is doing is is fairly similar, mm-hmm. regardless of, of who's taking the snap. So yeah. just some added wrinkles here and there. So they feel confident in what they're preparing for at this point. Yeah. So I got I got distracted just a little mm-hmm. with the music's playing, the live right. music's playing mm-hmm. now, and it's Jason Isbell's song. This guy, whoever this person, <laughs> is, I don't know the, the the band here, but they're singing to Jason Isbell, and it kind of, uh-huh. I love Jason Isbell, you so it kind of. You're gonna start singing along? I or? might, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Right. We might, might lose some yeah, followers though be, on well, this. That, this. There might be some copyright issues. We, have. <laughs> we might be infringing yeah. on, on on someone. We right, might this, be this beer. I really feel like I need some tacos to go with this. Oh, with the, uh, the, the jalapeno or the uh, the hash yeah. chili flavor. That's good. That's Could a good go idea. Great with some uh, some tacos or uh, or might or have to get some after this podcast. Yeah, exactly. So um, just keep every time I take a sip. That's what I think. So, <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I, I really like that song. Like, it's yeah, it's a great song. It is a great song. All right, what uh, what else is lingering out there that that we uh, that we have not discussed yet? Mm, that's a very good question. Hmm. Is, is is something something that's I've I I meant to ask Mike Gundy about this. I didn't know if he would talk about it or not. But how much is the bye week placement hurting this team right now? Right. 
Yeah. A week four bye week, and then you get nine straight Big 12 games. Mm-hmm. There's just no recovery period here right. for the team that's getting beat up like the OSU is right now. I think that's a huge factor. Right. And, you know, we talked to Gundy about it at the time, mm-hmm. and he said, you know, a couple of weeks later would have been ideal. Yeah. Get another couple of games in before you have that break. Yeah. And you really feel like that probably would have benefited this team a whole lot more. Uh, yeah, bye week after TCU, bye week after right. Texas Tech even. Right, even, even that early. But TCU would yeah. have been good. You know, then you get Texas and Kansas State out of the gate. I mean, that's – yeah, they're, they're really – it's kind of the, the bad luck of the draw there. I mean, mm-hmm. they, they just kind of got hit with on that. Yeah, it is. Um, I, my and no one's going to whine about it around OSU. They're, no, no, you know, OSU, you know, Mike Gundy's never going to use injuries as an excuse. No. But it's obvious they're beat up right now. They're not 100%. And I just can't help but think that early bye week is really a right. factor here. Because they didn't deal with a lot of injuries that early in the season. There were a couple nope. here and there, but not a lot that, that piled up. And it immediately hit after the bye week mm-hmm. started so or within a couple of weeks so it was it it was very unfortunate like i said just luck of the draw it's just how it goes sometimes but it was it was a very yeah. unfortunate situation for them trying to to get through that so all right is, is it, it time for our six pack i think it's time to crack open a six pack i think it is i think it's time to to jump in before that We're, it's the day after halloween oh yeah Cohen, what, what, did, what did Cohen go as? Cohen killed it. Did he? He absolutely killed it as a dragon. Very nice. Oh, nice. I called him Coco the Magic Dragon. Coco the Magic Dragon. Yeah, because we call him Coco. Uh-huh. And right. so Coco the Magic Dragon, he was adorable. Got to go in the neighborhood a little bit. We pushed him around in his little tyke's mm-hmm. car. So you can kind of push him around right. in. And he got candy. Tried to go in everyone's house because he thought, oh, we're going to the front door. We're going to the house. Yeah, that's what but, you do. But uh, got some candy. And then we handed out a bunch of candy. It was it was a wonderful first uh, trick-or-treat for him because we didn't take him last year because he was one. Right. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, he had a good time. He, he started getting the hang of it and knew to take some candy and stuff. Mm-hmm. Except, as people know who watch, this, watch or listen to this podcast, we had our candy draft. And how, how much I hate Whoppers. Uh-huh. I think Whoppers are the worst <laughs> Halloween candy. You know, the first thing he grabs from our neighbor across the street, when he gets the first pick, he grabs a pack of Whoppers. And I thought, this kid. He'll learn. Yeah, he'll learn. And then the next house, he grabs a pack of Whoppers again. And I thought, what is happening right now? He didn't grab any of the rest of the night, mainly because I slapped him out of his hand. No, I was right. kidding. Right. I didn't right. slap him out of his hand. But, you know, he did that twice. And I thought, man, what is happening to right. me right now? Just wants to torture dad. Yeah, I was uh, uh, when you were talking about not taking him last year because he was one. That feels like straight uh, just parents wanting free candy. Yes, absolutely. Because we gave Cohen some of the candy. He's not getting very much of it, mm-hmm. but we gave him some of the candy. He liked some Reese's Pieces last night. He enjoyed those. Nice. So, Good deal. all right. But uh, yeah. Tayden, of course, thirteen. So mm-hmm. the novelty uh, when your kid walks up to the door and goes trick or treat. It's not the same. It's just not. <laughs> we the had same. some kids around that age last oh, night. Yeah, yeah. There's, there was plenty of them, and, and we saw a lot of his friends out. So I get it, but it just it just it feels different mm-hmm. at that at that point. But uh, he was dressed as a uh, character from Among Us, if you know what Among Us is. You, you, you told know. me about this off the air on right. the game, and I, I I I just call him a murder astronaut, and uh, <laughs> and uh, that's basically what what he is. So, um, I was I was really caught off guard by the number of. Uh, Super Mario uh, characters that I saw coming, oh. uh, coming through the neighborhood. Really? Yeah. The, the plumber phase is say, really the, going the, strong. The Italian plumber is yeah. is hitting hard, huh? Really hard. Huh. I was I was really surprised. Is it because they're remaking that into a movie? Right. The movie's getting ready to uh, to come out yeah. here. Speaking of, did you ever see the old movie? 
that I they did, did the, like the live action one right. when we were uh-huh. kids and they made that yeah I loved that movie it was it was a lot of fun it's terrible oh, it's yeah. a terrible movie oh yeah but I love it I'd but watch it again right now if I could are you old enough to remember the TV show the 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 human TV show no live action it, no it was not good at all it was oh way, I didn't worse know that existed no way worse than the movie. Didn't last very long. Okay, well, the movie at least had some names and stuff in it. And yeah, it was, no, the it was TV fun. show did not. All right, time for the uh, the, the Stone Cloud Six Pack. Our last uh, our last three football topics before we move on to uh, non football. Well, our, our 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 last three. Our draft could be football. Related, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, but not it's, it's not OSU. OSU football. Really. Yeah, yeah. So and I did my homework like always. Yes, none, none. Very good. All right, we're starting on the defensive side of the ball. Over or under 1.5 sacks for OSU. They have only had two the last three games. I'm going over. Going over? I'm going to dial up. They're going aggressive this week. All right. And I think they're going to dial up some blitzes more than they have, and I okay. think they're going to get to the quarterback. All right. I'm uh, I'm going under on okay. this one, and this is not an indictment of how the defense plays. Yeah. I, I think Oklahoma State goes up and wins this game at this yeah. point. I But I think Jalen Daniels plays. Uh, it's hard to sack Jalen Daniels, and sacks become an issue. Yeah, they uh, they've uh, Kansas has both protected the quarterback and been elusive at the quarterback position. Yeah, that's fair. Very well this season. I think that they avoid the sacks. Yeah. But like I said, I still uh, that's not saying that Oklahoma State doesn't find a way to win this game. Next, over or under five point five yards per rush for Kansas. This has been this has been a bit of an issue for the uh, the Oklahoma State defense. They hadn't given up over five yards yeah. of rush in a game. Since 2020, and they've done it three weeks in a row now. I'm gonna go 5.5. 5. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go under, but they're still gonna be over round five. Okay. So in the uh, the five one five two range. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. Like maybe that. right at five. Yeah. Maybe four nine. You know, mm-hmm. I think they're gonna be right around that. I that's what I'm going under. I'm I'm going over as well, and I know that okay. this sounds like I'm really going hard on the OSU defense here. Uh, I'm I'm not necessarily. I think Jalen Daniels makes this much of a difference. That's fair. Yeah. A couple of decent uh, quarterback runs can bump that average up pretty quickly. Yeah. So that's what I feel is is going to be the issue here. All right, last one uh, among our OSU questions in the Stone Cloud six-pack. Over or under 1.5 OSU players to throw a pass? Under 1.5. I'm going over. I think you've got to go over on this and one. And it may not even be a second quarterback who throws right. this. I They've... Last week might have been – I'd have to go back and watch all the plays, and I'm, I don't have time to do that. But this might be the last week. Last week might have been the first time they did an attempt to pass with a non Or at least have a called one. That at least have a called one, yeah. yeah. Like Ollie Gordon at TCU mm-hmm. who didn't throw the ball. Um, it will not be Jaden Nixon. I will promise that. I, if the second passer safe. is a non-quarterback, it is not Jaden Nixon. No, that's fair. That uh, his 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 shot put look on uh, on, on that trick play was he not nearly good. got Spencer killed. He, yeah, absolutely. so I think I think they're going to scratch him off that list. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm going over. I'm uh, I'm with you there. There's so many combinations that it could be could be two quarterbacks, could be a quarterback and a trick play. I I think we definitely yeah. see them go over. If you had to predict who who the non quarterback throwing player was. Who do you go with? This Brendan week? Presley. Ooh, I like that. Has he has he, he thrown one yet? This not year? this year. Not this but year. But he's had success in the past. He has. That's right. Doing it. So I'm going Brendan Presley. That's a good call. I'm with you on that one. I'm I'm piggybacking that one. Yeah. Right there. 
All right. Anything else football, Oklahoma State football, that we need to get in before we uh, head to the, the bottom three of our Stone Cloud Six? I don't pack? think so. I think we got it all. Uh, reminder, go put your score comment, uh, your score predictions in the comments yes. so you can win a free beer that we will drink for you next week. All right. Time for the draft, our final three in the Stone Cloud Six Pack. Non-OSU sporting events that you would like to cover. So here's my question on this. Mm-hmm. I didn't get to ask you this off the air. Are we doing... Like real sporting events, or do you want to pull like a fictional sporting events? Well, I'm, do you I'm wanna, very intrigued by the yeah, idea. I mean, do you you know like I mean, I mean, if you get all if you go three fictional, I might I might bail on right. you, I might shut it down. But uh, I'll I'll allow it. Okay. I'll allow a fictional okay. sporting event. I don't know if I have one necessarily in mind, but I was just curious. All right, it might come to me. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, be uh, be as uh, as specific. Or, yeah. Okay. Or, or uh, unspecific okay. as you as you like here. Um, I think it's my turn to go first, and I don't worry about that because I know that my top one is not going to be on your list. Okay, that's good. That's so, I don't think you're going to take my top one. Yeah. But uh, I'm going number one, the Masters. The Masters, yeah, it's not on my list. I'm no. just not a big I, I felt, golf guy. I felt safe with that. That's been uh, my one of my favorite events yeah. since I was little. Always been obsessed with golf, and just going to the Masters is is a bucket mm-hmm. list item. But the opportunity to cover the Masters would be phenomenal. Have you ever been to the Masters? You never, never been? been. Never oh, been. man. No. I, I've never been to Augusta, period. I yeah. Would, I would just like to go see the the course and, and yeah. the azaleas and all of that. Uh, but getting to cover it. Okay, I got to cover the PGA Championship in Tulsa right. back in May. I saw how the media was treated there. Can you imagine just, the Masters? I've just, heard a lot just about a, that. A, a pop-up situation where they're there for mm-hmm. you know, a limited amount of time and then gone. When they've got it there every year and you know it's coming back and you know they're going to be taking care of you, I can't imagine what what yeah. the situation that's will be good. like there. So that's uh, for multiple reasons. Mm-hmm. That's the top of my list. All right, what's your first pick? It's, it's obvious for me the World Series. Yeah. The Major League Baseball World Series, mm-hmm. not the World Series of Poker or whatever. The World mm-hmm. Series. Yeah. I've, I've been obsessed with baseball since I was three years old. Right. And I just the bucket list for me is to cover a World Series. Mm-hmm. Um, I've covered one MLB playoff game in my career, and that was I was freaking over the moon getting to do <laughs> it. And that you know, and so the chance to cover the World Series, I don't care who it is, it's just something about the idea that I get to go watch the two best teams in baseball battle it out in this epic seven game series. I just it's it's. It's the mecca of all sporting events to me is the yep. World Series. That's fair. Which I think is going on right now, so we probably I'm, need to hurry up here. Okay. <laughs> my, my apologies. No, I'm good. No. I'm um, just kidding. No, it's, it's funny because I, I went ahead and made my list knowing that, that was going to be most yeah. likely your first pick. Yeah, yeah. I could do all kinds of baseball events I, if I wanted to, but right, I'm probably not going yeah. to. Uh, I, went, I went even more specific. I specifically had World Series Game 7 on my list. That's good. Yeah. That's really good, Yeah. All right, my uh, my second pick, I'm 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 going I'm I'm narrowing this one down a little bit as well. I'm going to go Final Four Saturday. Oh yeah, yeah yeah I yeah. The, I want the back to back. Man, that's a good the one. The of the semifinals in the Final Four. See, I debated if I could take that because it could be an OSU event. Well, I will specifically request a non-OSU. Oh Final okay Four. okay. <laughs> um, so uh, uh, the next time that the NCAA decides to yeah. to needlessly punish OSU, okay, there we go. Take, yeah, that'll be the yeah, year. Yeah, I want I, and I cover the men's basketball team, right, so that's exactly. why I was hesitant that's if fair. I could take that. That's fair. So uh, I don't know. 
Yeah, uh, uh, we're making up the rules as we go. That's uh, but perfect. I've got it. It's, I've got it on my list. You can't have it now, anyway. That's fine. That's All fine. Right. Well, then, in that same spirit, I'll take the College World Series because I've right, not then. covered the College World Series, and you've been very close. I a yes, of times. and I would love to have a chance to go to Omaha and cover that. And I thought last year might have been the year mm-hmm. this last season, but uh, maybe next season. You know, yep. with with OSU, I think reloading, but it's not OSU. That's what I'm requesting right. here, just, right. just right. for the purposes right. of this draft. Yeah. But right now, OSU's my ticket there. But, right. uh, yeah. yeah, the College World Series. That's fair. Um, oddly enough, I was really close to, to covering one as well yeah. uh, right before you joined me on the beat because – They got to the Super Regionals They did. Year. Nathan Ruiz had, had left to go cover the Baltimore yeah. Orioles, uh, which I thought was a horrible decision because they're trash. No. <laughs> sorry, Nathan. <laughs> no, love, you're not. We love you, man. <laughs> uh, I was really sorry that he left because I was yeah. left in the spring covering several yeah. e- events at that point. Uh, but but one of them was that baseball team with uh, Colin Simpson and Trevor Boone. That yep. are, I covered that regional that's right, you championship did, game where they hit the, the Bricktown sign in exactly. Bricktown. And, because I was and Trevor the Boone softball hit team yeah. at the World Series. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, that that I got really close. They went they went three games with uh, Texas Tech yeah. out in Lubbock in the Super Regional, and so I was really close to getting to go. Yeah, completely unexpected. But um, is it my, is it's your turn. My now. turn. Again? I, I picked okay. the College World All Series. Right, it's good. your turn. I got. I've got. Man, I've got three others that mm-hmm. I actually. There's actually four. There's one I didn't put down because I knew I wouldn't get to it. Uh, the Daytona 500 would be cool, but covering a NASCAR race is 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 really difficult. I've yeah. done it down at Texas. It's uh, it's it's hard. You go out there and watch. You can have the scanner on and hear some of the audio, uh, but it's it's a little bit complicated to to actually cover one. Uh, but that's a that's a fun event. Uh, the Kentucky Derby I thought would be would be that'd cool be to fun. Cover. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. You got to interview a horse at the end. I, I don't know. I don't know how that's <laughs> I interviewed BB. All right. So that's right. You did. I can do it. Um, I, I I really wanted. I hope I hope we're not stealing one from me. But I, I I came really close to putting Super Bowl. In, in my number I th- three slot? I thought about it. Super Bowls, I think, is a pain. It feels like it would be. It feels like a lot more so much, work than it should be. So much be. other stuff yeah. going on. So uh, much media there in the way that right. really shouldn't probably be there. Yeah. And so I just... So with all of that off the table, we're going with a really odd one here, I, I, I think. But I think it would be fantastic to cover. I'm going with the Olympic decathlon. Oh. It's, in my mind, the, the most incredible display of athletic ability yeah of in, of anything that happens short of of Bo Jackson or Jim Thorpe uh, it's uh, to, to have all the different disciplines all the mm-hmm. different talents that you have to display to do it over the 10 events uh, as I as I, I you know, I've never covered track beyond the high school level right but I you know watched kids that went on to college and saw how difficult it was to to be good at so many different things i've always been fascinated by yeah. it and i i love it and um I, I don't follow track all that closely i don't necessarily get fired up for it mm-hmm. other than olympic years but i think covering that and following the race to be the top athlete in the world would be astounding yeah that's a good one i don't know what i'm gonna do for my third one uh-oh yeah, i know i'm in i'm in a little bit of pickle here i didn't come with anything fictional off the top of my head all right uh, you know, I mean, you know, watch Henry Rowan Gardner pitch. I don't know. Um, <laughs> the Tecmo Super Bowl. Yeah, Tecmo Super Bowl. Um, I consider the Olympics. You went really specific with Very it, but specific. the Olympics could be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I considered the NBA Finals. Mm-hmm. Solid. It's a good one. That could happen here with the Thunder maybe right. again at some point. Who yep. knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Um, 
you know, but I think I'm going to go with the Rangers winning the World Series. Oh, really? I'm going to go specific. Wow. I'm going to go all baseball here. So fictional. It is fictional. <laughs> yes. It's very fictional, but I'm going to go with that. All right. All right. I'll take it. I'll Even though it. actually it might be better that I'm a fan in the stands on that one, but. Yeah, that would uh, that would be that would be tough. Being in the in the press box, watching watching that would yeah. be a, a, a difficult situation. Particularly if you're just if you're just covering the series. Yeah, yeah. like if you got a job as the beat writer, you cover 162. Yeah, games, it'd be playoffs, a little easier. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a different yeah. feeling by that point. Yeah, um, because I remember I remember the first time I went back to a UConn high school football game to cover it. Right. There were some there were some emotions, but the second, third, fourth time it started getting easier and easier, yeah. and, and then it didn't, wasn't an issue at all by the time. Yeah, the, but I'm going to go with that specific. I'm just going to do it. All right, screw it. Why not? I like it. You know what else I considered? What's this this it would have been more of a joke than anything. And West Side High School football team winning a state title <laughs> on six A one. That would be fun. <laughs> That's because uh, in all of our in, in your and I's career, we never got to cover that. No, no. So. Um, Trying to think of, I never even. Oh no, I covered Norman North when they played yeah, against. Uh, I never against covered one. Union, just playing for it. Yeah, I never covered one West team playing for it. Yeah. So, so yeah, that would have been. That's uh, that's that's a fun one. Yeah, that would be that would be a lot of fun to watch. All right, is that it? Are we done? I think so. Anything? I'll double check my list just to make sure. Another uh, one I considered too. Actually, sorry, I'm still going with this. No, you're good. MLB Hall of Fame induction. Ooh. That's that's which nice. might actually need to go over the Rangers one, but I'm yeah. going to stick with the Rangers because I already picked it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the MLB Hall of Fame induction because I've been there on induction weekend and it's magical. Yeah, so that'd be fun. That's strong. Getting to hang out with all the Hall of Famers, right? That's and right about it. Time. All the all the legends that, yeah. are, that are there. Yeah, yeah that would yeah, be, yeah. That would be hard to compete. All right, with. if I get to, if, I get, if if I'm allowed to switch, that's what I would do. But I know I'm not allowed to. All right. So yeah, I I, I would have allowed it considering that you. Think the Rangers might win a World Series sometime in your life. Yeah, it's very so. fictional, isn't it? So, <laughs> all right. Well, that'll do it. Remember, put your score predictions in the comments. We'll get you a uh, a free beer if you win next week, and we will gladly drink it for you. Of course, sub- subscribe to the Cowboy Sports Minute, the Oklahoma.com's Oklahoma State newsletter, and uh, come out and hang out with us sometime sometime yeah. on a Tuesday night. We're always here by six forty-five and setting up and uh, yep. and and having a good time. And this is a great place. It's uh, they've had music, they've had dogs, they've had it all going on. Tonight. Yeah, that was it's a been, big dog that walked by earlier. Did yeah. you see that big dog? That I, dog I, was I, huge. I caught him in the uh, in the in the screen. I think it was, it was as big as me. It was a huge dog. Yeah, very impressive. All right, well, I think that'll do it. So thanks to Chris for putting this together for us, and thank you for watching and listening to the Cowboy Podcast.